This is episode number 37, and today we are kicking off a three-part series to help you take your small group to the next level. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Hey guys, welcome back to the Practical Christian Podcast. Uh, for the next three episodes, what I want to do is identify three things, three key components that will take your small group, whether you're leading the small group or a part of the small group, to the next level. Because ultimately, the small groups in our churches are where the uh, most of our important spiritual relationships take place. And so how can we get the most out of those opportunities? How can we take advantage of those times together? And so these episodes are going to be specifically tailored for small group leaders. But even if you're not a leader, just knowing what these things are, what these key components are that separate great small groups from poor performing small groups will help you become a better small group participant and ultimately help you get more out of it, all right? So every day for the next three days, we're going to go over one key thing that really does make a huge impact in the effectiveness of your small group. And I want to start out today's episode with a story. And it's a story about one of my favorite shows that I used to watch all the time, which was The Office. If you're not familiar, The Office was uh, a show that was pretty popular here in the, U- the United States not too long ago, and it just followed uh, the behind the scenes of you know what it was like working in a, a paper company. So they would just sell paper to companies and schools and things like that. But that wasn't what was funny about the show. What was funny about the show was the people that worked there, especially the the boss, the manager, Michael Scott. And there's one episode in particular that has been burned into my memory just because it was so painful and so hilarious at the same time. And it's when uh, Michael Scott gets everybody in his office together and he is going to explain to them how to use PowerPoint. And he gets up there and he starts saying the word PowerPoint because that's what the what the the meeting is about. And then he starts pointing at people as he says it. He goes, PowerPoint, 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 and as, as he's pointing at people in the room. And then, you know, he goes on to say, you know, and PowerPoint is great, so first let's open it up. And then as he opens it, a screen pops up that says, welcome to PowerPoint. Since this is your first time using it, this is how you set it up. And so it becomes very clear, very quickly, that not only is he not prepared, but he's never actually opened PowerPoint before. He's just winging it. And that is the absolute worst thing that you can do as a small group leader is just wing it. And the reason is because people can see right through that. When you don't have a plan, when you're unorganized as a small group leader, what that says to people is that this isn't worth the time to be prepared, to be organized. That when you show up to a small group and you don't have a plan, or your discussion isn't really clearly laid out, or you don't really have a handle on why you're there or what you're trying to accomplish, it's very obvious to everyone else in the group. And what that does is it erodes confidence, not only in you as a leader, but it keeps people from investing themselves. 
because you don't want to invest in something if it's not worth your effort, if it's not worth the time and the energy. And so you, as a small group leader, need to have a plan and be organized. And something that is important to keep in mind when when we're talking about this is that as the leader, no one will be more committed than you are. You will be the most committed person in your small group. And so if you aren't taking the time to prepare, to invest, to try and make the most of the opportunity that you have, you can bet money that none of the other people in your group will be doing that. And that's just because they take their cue from you. If it's something that you are really passionate about, something that's important to you, something that you come well prepared to, then they're going to respond favorably to that. They're going to invest in kind, all right? So remember that you know it's, it's not a reasonable or realistic expectation to think that the people in your group are going to be more committed than you are, that they're going to pick up the slack when you uh, come up short. That's just not how it works. That's not what being a leader is about. And then when you're having a plan, when you're being organized, it's helpful to stay consistent, not only for you as a leader, because then you know what to prepare, you know how to prepare it, but that the people coming to your small group, they know what to expect, that they understand what they're getting themselves into, that when they show up to your small group, they know if there's going to be food or not. They know what kind of Bible discussion you're going to be having. You know, they know where it is, when it is, by having a consistent time in place and uh, outline or framework for your small group that helps people know what to expect and then they can come ready for that. They can come mentally and emotionally and spiritually prepared to give in that environment. So as a leader, if you want to prevent group apathy, if you want people to actually care about your small group, you have to have a plan and be organized. And some things to think about along with that is that you're going to be the most committed person out of the group. And so whatever you want that standard to be, make sure that you are meeting and exceeding that standard. And that if you can stay consistent, that will really help the group buy in and be excited about showing up every day. And when you are able to put in the time and effort to make your small group worth coming to, then the people in your group will be more invested. Well, that is it for today, part one of our three-part series on how to take your small group to the next level. If you like what you heard, subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts to tell me what you think and head over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.